This is a podcast. So it's been a little while since we've been in the studio. It's been a long while. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been a long, 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 lonely time. I was going to go with, been a long time, shouldn't have left you mm. without a beat to step to. No? Aaliyah? Oh, see, I was going Led Zeppelin. Oh. That illustrates the definitely the <laughs> wide chasm between our musical knowledge and uh, likings. Aaliyah? I remember exactly You're quoting Aaliyah. I remember exactly where I was when I found out that Aaliyah died. I was at a Walmart in Lexington, Virginia. Wow. <laughs> so that's pretty much the worst day of your life, right? I was like, "Holy crap!" And it's from USA Today, which means it was probably like two days before that it happened. You know, because how USA Today does it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, right. They don't, yeah. Which still, how how do they pull that off? That's like the laziest thing ever. I know how USA Today stays in business. How? Hotels. Mm. Have you ever seen anyone reading USA Today that did not get it free in their hotel? Uh, me at a Walmart. <laughs> well, other than that? Although I don't think I paid for it. I just saw it like in the, I don't know. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um, so we are three weeks into our new fantasy football season. Yes. And I'm fairly certain that I'm 0-3. I'm positive you are. Uh, which is Surprising. a little alarming. Now, here's what I was thinking. I had this thought the other day. Do you just not care about this league because it's all the rookies? Like, you're focusing on your other leagues, and this one you're like, ah, eh, whatever, it'll take I care of itself? I don't feel like I'm focusing any less. Okay. And I certainly feel like I should have at least one win under my belt. Oh. And did I talk to you about this before? You did. Okay. Last I don't week, want to spoil it for the listener. Thank you. Uh... Hopefully Rodney listens and realizes what an asshole he is. Um, <laughs> Even if he doesn't listen, he may still realize. <laughs> that. So Rodney is our new commissioner and therefore gets to make rules and decided to make the stupidest rule ever in the history of fantasy football, which is that each team, each home team every week gets a two-point bonus. Right. Now, I feel like... I feel like maybe if the away team has a disadvantage, maybe they should get a two-point bonus. I feel like that would be an interesting way well, in real sports to give, to, like, make it more balanced, because the home team always has, you know, like, right. in betting, like, the bottom line is you give, like, three points for the home team, and then from there you kind of adjust based on skill level. Is, is the home field advantage something, like, real that affects the outcomes of games? In actual sports? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But in fantasy sports, but, but of course not. How? I mean, in baseball parks, I get it because they're all slightly different. But a football field, you is have your uniform. home. You have your home team. Your your home, home fans. Crowd, yeah. right? So your home crowd is cheering for you. They're supporting you. And at the same time, like if I'm playing football, say I'm playing, uh, say I, I play for the 49ers and I go up to Seattle to play. You'd never Seattle, play for the 49ers. Well, I could be better than their quarterback now. Uh, Seattle is known as being one of the loudest stadiums. Right. Okay, even though they're all... But don't professional games. athletes tune that out? But here's the... Okay, let me explain. Okay. Uh, you go to the stadium, and I'm the quarterback, right? Yeah. So, at, as R- the... Pl- really? Yeah, I'm the quarterback. I'd say kicker. For this situation, okay. I'm the quarterback. Waterboy? So, <laughs> as the play... As we're calling the play, and we're getting on this line of scrimmage, getting ready to hike the ball... We're making adjustments like based on what we see and yelling stuff and and then hiking the ball and we have to all be at the same time when we hike the ball, right? Right. Well, when the cra- when the crowd and the noise is so loud, it's hard to hear. The guy on the end so of the line you, can't hear. Right, so you get more false starts, you right. get okay. miscommunication between players, things like that. So that's where a strong crowd gives you a definite home field okay. advantage. Also in terms of things like weather, like 
if if San Francisco goes to play Green Bay in January or December, they're not used to that kind of weather, whereas Green Bay is more used or to Denver, it. Or Denver. The altitude. Yeah. And also, um, teams that play in a dome with turf, oftentimes they adjust their team to be more speed-oriented because you can be faster on turf than on the, the grass, especially in certain times of the year. So there's that part of it, too. Okay. Think about the height of the Kings. Well, that's really what I was thinking of. Like, all the people behind the basket when someone's going for the free throw right. and they're waving things. And they, they're not doing it when their own still, team is doing it. Yeah, but the, the guy on the opposing team still makes the shot. They, I thought they just tune all that out. Yeah. I, I, you're, I think you're thinking of uh, Kevin Costner in For Love of the Game. They just clear the mechanism. Clearing the mechanism. <laughs> um, I think we're the only two people that can make and get For Love of the Game references. Use the loofah. It exfoliates. Very, very underrated movie. It is. Anyway, um, back to fantasy football. Right. So I'm playing, I'm playing against Jason. Technically, I score more points than him. But because of Rodney's stupid two-point rule, I lose by one point instead of winning by one point. It's like the Electoral College. It's not like that. <laughs> Based on your look. It's not like anything else because... You won the popular vote, but... Okay, I'm see? Al Gore in this scenario. Is exactly, that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. It'd be like... It'd be like if the, if the defending champion... If they're defending champion, you have to beat them by an extra amount. So, like, if... If I'm running for president and I win 51%, but I have to win by like, if I win 51 to 49, but they're like, oh, he's defending, you he's the incumbent, you have to win by 5%. Yeah, exactly. So I don't win. It's like, more people wanted me, yet but I don't But at win. the same time, and this is just like, I don't really care about it either way, but this is just like the devil's advocate, I guess. Isn't it kind of makes it a little more interesting? How does it make it more interesting? That you can have the better team and yet still, I guess because it's beyond your control. It'd be more interesting if it was something within your control. Yeah, that's the thing. It's totally... And it's totally arbitrary. I'd like to actually go through and make sure that everyone is home team the same amount of times. That's a good point. Because what if that's How not the case? How does it decide? Yeah. What if, what if Rodney's home team like 14, time, or, you know, 14 times and away once? That's Did you memorable. know about this rule before the season started? Uh, the first time I knew about it was when you and I played at the beginning of the season and I saw that you were beating me 2-0 to zero before any game started. Right. Could you have changed it at that point? Because you have, right, omnipotence in our football league. I do have commissioner powers, but I don't want to abuse those powers. Right. I'd rather suffer and be a martyr. And that's what I'm doing. And bitch about it. I'd rather be able to bitch about it. And that's a podcast. Exactly. Uh, side note for fantasy football, Zach Heinrichs tried to offer me some trade. Uh, Ray Rice, he wanted my Ray Rice for Thomas Jones, who's like the second best running back on the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. A backup to a guy I already have. I'm like, hello, do you think I'm retarded? Just because I'm 0-3 doesn't mean I'm going to throw away one of my better players. Like, I think I drafted him probably in the second round, maybe. And he was one of the guys who Zach used last year to kill everybody. So are you saying it's retarded if someone accepts a trade with Zach? <laughs> kind of. Because I did, and I really regret it. <laughs> well, and, and so I emailed, I emailed him back, and I was like, I said exactly. I was like, this is a stupid trade. I, I haven't forgotten the pain you inflicted upon everyone with Ray Rice. He's like... Oh, too bad. I thought you would have forgotten or something. I'm like, really? I think he just That's wants to wear response. people down. He he kept coming at Go me. Go be a father, Zach. Come on. He kept he, he was offering me like three bench warmers. Like no total nobodies that I would never even play because they were always projected right. at low single digits for Dallas Clark. And I was like, no, you got to give me someone good. And I needed a wide receiver. And so Fancy. finally he broke me down and I did it. And I regret it. A, a, tra a three for one trade in fantasy is never a good thing. 
how could I even do that, right? I don't have three open spots. Well, you would have to drop two other players. Right. So it's like, what's the point? I don't much care for this Zach. Indeed. Or Rodney. I, ho- I hope he's listening. I'm fine with Rodney. Uh, Rodney is on my shit list right now. <laughs> okay. Um, so enough fantasy football. I, I want to make, make reference to something we talked about a while back, and we actually named our entire podcast after it, podcast episode after it, despite the fact that it only encompassed a brief period of the podcast. Okay. This is your Twiz update. Yes! This Week in Zombies. This Week in Zombies. I wish we had, like, intro music. Oh, uh, yeah, some Twiz music. Maybe we will. I just like saying Twiz. Maybe I'll Twiz it, it out. sounds a little dirty. It does. Um, so, a while back, I, I would have said this earlier, but we haven't podcasted for a while. I recently saw the movie Zombieland. Okay. Uh, so, This Week in Zombies is about the film Zombieland. Hmm. Starring poor man's Michael Sarah, Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Star of the upcoming Facebook movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I feel like zombie movies are easy to kind of start, but one of the problems with them is they always have a difficult time wrapping it up. The ending is always tough. I'm thinking of like more comedic ones, like Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Or even something like. Uh, I am legend. Ones like is that. it something? Is it because like because of the nature of zombies, your ending is usually never like, well, we kill the zombies and life is normal again. It's always right. like it's post apocalyptic and everyone's a zombie. I feel like oftentimes they res- result or uh, resort to a Deus ex machina scenario. I don't speak French. Uh, Deus ex machina is a Latin phrase meaning God out of the machine, and it's basically a scenario in which there's like this. There's a situation that seems unsolvable, and something kind of comes in out of nowhere and resolves the situation unexpectedly. You know what I'm talking about? And that's something they use in TV or movies a lot, where it's like, oh, we're all screwed. Oh, here comes this plane to save everybody. When Pam woke up on Dallas and Bobby wasn't really dead anymore. There you go. Yeah. Well, like... You get that reference? Yeah, of course. (laughs) You've seen Shaun of the Dead, right? I haven't. Okay. Well, in Shaun of the Dead, there's always zombies. They end up holed up in this pub that they always go to. And the zombies are about to break in and kill everyone. And at the very end, here comes the military, and they shoot all the zombies, and they like run and get into the military vehicles and drive away, and that's it. It's like it's very unfulfilling. It's it, it's it's a kind of a cheap way to to wrap things up. And so that was my big concern going into Zombieland is that when the time came for the end, you know, you go along with the ride. It's fun. Woody Harrelson's really funny in it. Um, they, they have this, the way that it's filmed, it has kind of these little, um, images that appear on the screen. Like the main character has these rules that he follows by. And so they, they, they like pop up and you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. humorous and everything. Um, but you get to the end and you're like, all right, you know, how, how are you going to screw this up now? Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like there's some great fulfilling ending, but it's just kind of like, uh. All right, we've survived this scenario, and now we're moving on, and that's how it ends. So it's so left, it was a satisfying ending. It it, it wasn't. It, it didn't feel cheap. Okay, and I think they're actually planning on making a sequel. So so I think in some way maybe they were like setting it up for that possibly. Do you think maybe it originally had a different ending, and then they like it's possible left like it a, more open or something? It's possible. Is um, it PR possible? It is PR possible, definitely. Um, but it's good, like. I feel like Woody Harrelson is not someone who you expect great things from, you know, recently. But he was really he was really good in it. He was entertaining. He was a fun character. That's good. And maybe the best thing about it, 
a while back we had an episode all about the greatest cameos of all time. Yes. This is... Is David Letterman in it? This is maybe at the top of the list now, in terms mm. of the cameo. Do you want to tell me, or do you want... I don't want to tell okay. you, because it's, it's so good. Okay. And just the way in which they bring in the character, the cameo character, and how the, the character is used in the time, uh, in that segment of the film... Is it is Bruce great. Campbell? It's it's not Bruce Campbell. Okay. It's not. That would be a good one, right? Because right, he's it, famous. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's not something expected. It's okay. not from that genre. Is it Soleil Moon Fry? It's unfortunately no. Okay. Um, but yeah, so so this weekend zombies. My my recommendation is go see Zombieland. It's available on Netflix Instant Queue, which is how I watched it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like reading Rainbow. <laughs> Zombieland's great, but you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> Okay. Um, I wish LeVar Burton was here. I'm glad that you made a reference to shows such as Reading Rainbow and TV's own Punky Brewster. Mm. Because I have a little game for you, my friend. Ooh. Um, you are someone who is well-versed in television. Yeah, I am. Well, I'd say... And confident about it. Well, I'd say, like, uh, I don't want to say classic, but, like... I don't know, you know more about, like, shows that are on now, like all the right. Chuck and Lost and everything, but if you're talking, like, 80s sitcoms or something, or 70s cop shows, then yeah, I know that. I am exactly talking 80s sitcoms. Nice. Or 80s television shows in general. I was, uh, looking through some websites, legal websites. Adult? Oh, okay. And, uh, I came across some, a website that had, oh, it's gonna start without me, a website that has... Old um, theme songs. Oh, I got this. And so I thought, oh, this would be perfect for uh, a okay. podcast. How many are you going to give me? Because I'm going to say... Like 10 to... T- like 20, maybe? Wow. There's a lot of them on a long here. podcast. Are these just clips? They're just clips. I mean, I'm not going to... 20 play television theme songs from the 80s. Let's do 20, yeah. I'm going to say I get 18. Wow. Impressive. Well, I was going to say 9 out of 10. I was going to give myself 1 to miss. Okay. You know what the weird thing is? I don't know why I feel the need to clarify this. I didn't spend the 80s sitting in front of the TV 24 hours a day. But I just like know these things, even if it's a show I've never watched. Okay. Well, let's start with this one and see how well it goes. I, I'm now feeling less confident about my bid, by the way. It's okay. I have instant buyer's remorse. I'll start with an easy one. Can the listeners hear that? I, I know what it is already, though. It is, uh... Hold on. Okay. You so I'm a little worried about the, the volume level. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's Baywatch. It is Baywatch. <laughs> I got it from the, like, da 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 You know... All right, so I wanted to start you off with an easy one. Yeah, well, one of and my all-time passed, favorites. You passed the test. So let's uh, let's ramp it up a little bit in terms of difficulty here. Okay. Now, I just wrote down some, just as a sidebar, I just wrote down some names of it. So if it, like, gives it away right away, we won't count that. Because I don't know, oh. you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily preview the, all of these. Oh, okay. So Oops, do you not know, like, what's coming next? No, I know what's coming next. I just don't know... I didn't listen to it to know like what exactly plays. Uh, so for the beginning, if it's someone like... Someone plays like, oh, cheers! You're like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's cheers! <laughs> exactly. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. 
Yikes. Yeah. Not so easy. Oh. Now, is this like the original version or is this like some... This is the original theme song. Oh, God. Do I get like good, clues or anything? I guess I'd be cheating. I don't know this one. This is the theme song to ALF. See, I never watched ALF. What? Yep. You are not an American. <laughs> ALF I... was an allegory for... Uh... Alien life form. No, it was an acronym for alien life form. That's what you said. It was an allegory for hatred of foreigners. So I would think that uh, mm, you would have liked it. That's true. But uh, mm. you disappointed me. Sorry. I'm one and one. You are. There's one of my two misses. You only gave yourself two, huh? Well, I bid 18, and then I couldn't, you know, it's too late. All right. Turn back now. How about this one? Silver Spoons! Oh, I'm glad you guessed it early. <laughs> well, I wanted to say it before the... Yeah. Were you a big Silver Spoons fan? You know, I remember watching it when I was a kid, but uh, there's like a Family Guy CD, and Stewie and Brian do like a medley of TV theme songs. And that's how you know it? That's the first one that like starts a song, so yeah, that's how it's I knew it. It's kind of disappointing that you know it. But I do remember watching Silver Spoons because he had an indoor train, and I thought that was the coolest thing. And the remote control that opened the door, I think. I don't remember that. And, and, you the, a, and the duck phone? And a Carlton. Gotta love the Carlton. Okay, so after some technical times, yeah. we've now good, hopefully good figured out a better way to do this. but not a lot of uh, yeah. technical. Alright, so you ready for this next one? Yeah. Let's hope this works. I'm hoping. It sounds like... <laughs> oh, okay. Can you guess that song? Well, I was going to say, it sounds like Sesame Street in the beginning, but uh, I guess it was Small Wonder. Very good. I don't good. know if I get a point for that. Yeah, I don't know either. We may only be going to ten of these if they're going to jack me like that. Yeah. Well, let's throw that one out. Okay. Here, okay. I'm going to say I get nine out of ten then, but okay. it'll be like of the ten viable ones. Okay. Like, that's no point. Such as this viable one? <laughs> Wait for it. I know my parents love me. Two two seven. Keep listening. It's not two two seven. I was actually gonna play two two seven earlier, and I didn't. Oh! oh. My parents love me. They sent me to Hillman College. Fictional, fictional Hillman College. All black Hillman College. That's right. With uh, Dwayne Wayne. Right. Amazing that there would be a. NBA superstar whose name is so similar to Dwayne Wade. And every time I hear, and, and you know, something in the press a lot, every time I hear that, I just yeah. flipped up sunglasses. Yeah, totally. Well, I just he lost should embrace because that. it's, uh, now I got two You already missed me. two? I missed All right, Al. well, let's see how well we can do with the other ones. Yeah. Including this one. Uh, Perfect Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get bonus points for time, so... These, uh, it's a little scratchy there. Yeah, these sound clips are awesome. <laughs> I hope it's not too loud on the podcast. Well, I don't listen to these things, so. All right. Screw everyone else. Who not my problem. <laughs> Screw both of you out there listening. <laughs> okay, where are you? Here we go. Who remastered so, version? Three and two. I don't remember that show. <laughs> 
Well, you know it was a CBS show. Parenthetically, I'm sorry. Do you know CBS. how much? You Just know how take much, it off, then. You know how much fun we've had with those computer voice things. We should record an entire oh, podcast. That'd be tremendous in that voice. That would be. We'll like we'll record one and then we'll transcribe it and play it back <laughs> in that voice. All right, let's see if this version works. Here we go. We're both dancing, by the way. It's, <laughs> it sounds like the lead character would be a girl, but it's not. This is the part I remember now. I just pointed at you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? What is it? Uh, uh, is it a sitcom? Uh-huh. And I saw it just then came you. <sighs> Someone that came along in their lives and changed their lives. Mr. Belvedere. Close. Oh. Well, sort of. Webster. 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 My hint was going to be Alex Karras. That have helped? Nope. Okay. Um... Man, I do not know as much as I thought I did. All right, I'll throw you a bone. But I'm sure that you are not playing, you know, Who's the Boss or Cheers or something that you know I actually watched. I was going to... I I may play it soon. Um, How about this one? Uh, The Creek. (laughs) That was in the 80s sitcom, but I'm counting that. (laughs) Okay. Now it's 4-3. I just took the lead. You are awesome. Um, Where's the one I was looking for? You should have given points for, for time. For what? For getting him quickly. Oh, for getting it. Yeah. That Baywatch one, I got right out of the gate. Yeah, that was impressive. That was impressive. Yeah. Okay, what's the one I'm looking for here? When you spend your formative years watching Yasmin Bleeth run in slow motion, you tend to remember every little. I think it new form- <laughs> It certainly formed you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Not to not in a necessarily a bad way, maybe, but I guess only time will be the judge of that. God damn, there's a lot of Doctor Who on here. <laughs> Seriously? Like, I've been on Doctor Who for like you five know, minutes. A year from now, when we're making our second greatest hits with Eclipse, I want, goddamn, there's a lot of Doctor Who on here to make the cut. <laughs> Doogie! Yeah. Now, come on, I get, two, I get two points for that, that one. one. This was actually my ringtone for a while. Nice. I love this. I love that song. Okay. Uh, we'll, how many more have we done? Uh, eight. And right, I've got we'll do five of them. We'll do two more. I've got the perfect too. Glee, get out of here. <laughs> I you're okay. not limiting it to eighty sitcoms. Okay, here's how I feel about Glee. I went the entire run of Friends without ever watching it. I'm pretty sure I can do the same thing with Glee. You're anti Glee. Oh, definitely. Why? Uh, well, the why, singing, I mean, why definitely? The singing and stuff. Um, you hate I'm, festive merriment. <laughs> I'm really over Jane Lynch. Yeah, I've had my fill of Jane. I was Lynch. never under Jane Lynch <laughs> because I'm not a woman. We are sorry. Let's music group. You suck. Nice. We are sorry. We do not have the rights to play this. Now I have to go through all that crap again. Come you on. would feel bad making fun if Stephen Hawking runs this website. <laughs> uh, let's see if it'll. If we can Joe, you are an sorry. asshole. Oh come on. We are sorry. No growing pains for you, Jacob. Sorry. I would have got that one. Um. Kind of give it away by saying the other things that start with the same letter. Can I get some family ties? You can get some of this. Some Magnum Pie? That's right! <laughs> I'll take a piece of that Magnum Pie. <laughs> uh, nice. This is enjoyable. I don't care if we we're on a podcast have... or not. <laughs> we should, are we? 
Mind of Mencia, how about that? We should have listened to the Magnum P.I. theme song the entire drive to Bodega when we had mustaches. Mm, Just that, four yeah, hours in the right. car of listening right. to a 30 second TV show over and over. Would it have stopped me from staring at myself uh, as often as I did? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. And... This is fancy. Is this Mr. Belvedere? This is Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> <Yes>. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the old oh, yeah. voice. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, he's gonna touch your kids. Uh, if ever a theme song invited whisper fingers, exactly, it was Mr. Belvedere. Okay, did you ever watch Mr. Belvedere? Oh hell yeah, I did. Okay, can you, I? So I never did, but I heard about it recently on a Dave's of Thunder podcast. Okay, and I want to ask you no for, for confirmation on this. Okay. So they said that the backstory was he was like a, a servant to the Queen of England. Okay. And then for whatever reason he left, you know, the royal employ and came to America and they found him like on the street or something and said, Hey, Destitute? come be our butler. But like every episode ended with him kind of like Doogie, but him writing a letter to the Queen. It was like, Oh dear your majesty, the children here are so great and I taught them blah blah blah. Really? Is that true? I don't remember that. All I remember is, besides the song, I remember that there was a nerdy friend who had the no, full-on... Prerequisite. Who had the full-on headgear. Like, oh, nice. the neck gear and over his head. Like right. Didn't Skippy on Family Ties? I don't... It Ties? wasn't to the same extent as this okay. one. This one was, like, as much headgear as you could possibly have. This is the final one for you. Don't say it. Okay, good. So much build up. That's your clue. <laughs> Why is it what does to it say s- the name? Yeah. What what does it sound like they're doing in it? It sounds like they're on a roller coaster. That's the big clue. You gotta remember the theme song where they're on the big roller coaster that's at like Magic Mountain. Well it can't be full house. Nope. They were on a roller coaster there, weren't they? Uh roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> roller coaster of sexual ambiguity. <laughs> that's uh, my favorite kind of roller coaster. <laughs> they're on a roller coaster. Oh, Oh, here we go. Okay, there's more lyrics then. We're doing the same next dance yeah, we again. are. Oh, 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 the, the Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy one. Yeah, and oh. Stacey Keenan. Oh, step by step. Step by step. Yes. That's it. Yep. Nice. That was, uh... But see, I got that from the, the is, will there be a second time around? Right. I was like, oh, it's like a Brady Bunch, you know, a second right. marriage and family yeah. thing. That's a good show. I like that show. All right, last one to take it home. Okay. A gimme. Yes! See? It wouldn't be a theme song uh, quiz without this But I got this that one. from, like, the first note. Yeah. Ding! Yeah, it's WTB, my uh, fantasy football team. You should... The Angela Bowers. You should change your doorbell so that when you press it, it goes, ding! Nice. It's like the first note of the Who's the Best yes. theme song. And like, everyone, maybe some Italian guy is here to clean my house. Maybe there's a guy who wants to give his daughter a better life and will clean my house. Maybe he's bringing Alyssa Milano. And, and that everyone, would be fantastic. Everyone that comes to my house shows up in a beat up old van driving through the Connecticut, Connecticut. leaves. <laughs> awesome. Better bring your grandma over if she's done having sex with old guys. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry to be smirch your grandmother. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, that's been. I think you're gonna have a. Well, I looks like I went uh, finding... nine from nine for twelve. Okay. I got my nine. 
You got your nine. I just took a couple extra. Yeah. Yeah, Alf. Alf was a tricky one. Yeah, I never watched Alf. So, but was that the real song? It didn't have words or anything? Because there was a couple of those, like Step by Step and yeah. one of the other ones that I got from a lyric. Right. Um, here are my two factoids about Alf. Okay. One, my wife's initials are is Alf. Are right. Alf. Her initials are Alf. Yes. Yeah. Second, in college, my roommate Ryan Klopp had an autographed picture of Alf that we put in our bathroom next to my autographed picture of Bob Barker. Nice. And it said, hey, Ryan, give me four. Ha! How would one have gotten that? Like, did he see him in person, or did he mail him a letter? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, because if he saw him in person, it was just some guy in an elf costume scribbling. <laughs> My guess is he ran into him at a pet store buying cats. <laughs> okay. Did Alf eat cats? Alf ate cats, yes. <laughs> That's the reference. I like Alf. <laughs> I like his, I like the cut of Alf's jib. Yeah. He was, uh, you wouldn't have liked him. He was kind of surly and, and liked to poke fun at others. But and... he was a foreigner, right? You said it was an allegory. Right, right. Well, I'm, I was just kind of making that up. It was kind of like uh, in our dialogos in high school where we said that uh, Fox on Socks or Fox in Socks was about communism and hmm. Goodnight Moon was about abandonment issues. And you had an attraction to can openers. We were pretty clever back then. Cans opener. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, uh, this has been a good football twiz theme song podcast. I'm yeah. sure you'll have no problem finding music for it. Maybe one True. of the songs that we couldn't get because... It is not allowed by CBS <laughs> to play this song. Just a medley of robot voices telling us about copyright law. Good. Yeah, we should maybe have that robot voice end up with that's a podcast for this. Maybe we will. So do we even still need to say it? We probably should. Maybe you, maybe we say it and then we have the robot come afterwards. Done and done. All right, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. That's our podcast. <laughs> <So late. laughs>